Two unemployed actors. Two unemployed actors. They're just between projects. Welcome back to Two Unemployed Actors. Whether you're listening on your favourite podcast podcast platform. Jeez, it's going to be a long one this time. <laughs> podcast platform or watching us on YouTube. Uh, follow us on social, all that sort of stuff. I'm Max. Hell yeah, I'm Sam. And uh, thanks for the hell yeah, because that, that makes a difference. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, I think we left off last week where in the middle of the podcast, I got an audition mm. from the agent. Yes. So I went... First of all, and this is a good heads up for any actor, because it can happen to anyone, make sure you check your email, check your platform. I was on Casting Network, so I had to log in and get the audition ticket, check for the script, because so many times people turn up and like, what script? You know, it's like, it's the attachment that's on. Or they might allude to a script, Mm. but you haven't got it. At least ask for it, because don't be that person. Anyway, so I I got the script, read through it, and it was the full brief from the agency. So, you know, lots of coloured pictures. Colouring in and that sort of stuff. And then uh, a couple of lines. So I practiced them all sorts of different ways and then sort of found my favourite and kicked off with that. And then I had a few other different ones. What was it for? A cruise ship. Of course, I got there, didn't need to learn the lines. (laughs) Taking groups. So it was like four at a time. And, uh, you know, you give your name and age or whatever. And then um, we had to engineer a situation where we were best friends going out for dinner and having a great time and all that sort of stuff. So I'm like, okay, I can do that. But there was, there's one, there's always one person in the group who doesn't quite get it. Mm. And it's kind of like, you know, looking in the wrong direction or taking too much time. In this case, taking too much time making small talk that's irrelevant. That's not the actual point of it. Yeah. But making small talk to forget to pull the phone out and take the selfie and all this other stuff that drove the scene forward. So we just spent this awkward moment just having conversations about how we looked and stuff, which wasn't the point. And I'm like, you got one job, pull the freaking phone out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then we had to have the director explain to us really slowly, you know, don't forget, you step forward, you say hello. Then the camera, that's what's important. And then you've got to do a selfie and then blah, blah, blah. It was like... You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when do you hear back? You don't know. Oh, I think today was the callback. Oh. So. <laughs> he fucked it up. You me looking at my phone, phone waiting for that message. Yeah, yeah. I, I love. I find, I find with auditions, I kind of I forget as soon as I walk out of the room. I'm like, I'm focused on whatever's next. Otherwise, you can spend oh yeah wondering. Yeah, you can't think about an audition once it's over. It's over. Over analyzing it. I love how you beeped out my swear word last. Podcast. I'm trying to make a PG. That was for so the cool. children. The children. There was one word you forgot. Did, was there? Yeah, at the end. It's oh. funny. That was that one. Mm. <laughs> well, the amount of swearing that goes on these days. I mean, that's hardly. Yeah. No. You know, they learn that in primary school and kindy. They, you know, it's in the books that I read them. No, it was good. I found uh, it funny. I really liked it. It was good. It was good. On YouTube, I I, I played with the bar effect, so it came with a blurry. But I, I got a little bit nerdy in Premiere Pro last week. Okay. The only issue was I forgot to record properly. Or I think I recorded properly, but then I moved the files from the camera to my computer, mm-hmm. my super powerful computer, instead of copying them. And I think doing that, whether it was a $35 Amazon or yeah, my yeah. super powerful computer, probably just me, really, but uh, <laughs> probably. Um, didn't quite work out. So anyway, that was last week. Every week we learn. The important thing is you can hear us properly now. Yeah. Which I kind of think is important for a podcast. No. It's up no, there. No, I agree. No, it's it's up, it there. is up there. <laughs> I forgot my laptop. Well, I didn't forget. I just didn't 
bring my laptop today. Oh, you got notes in your phone. I mean, who? who I was going to comment on. No one actually, no one actually writes anything yeah. down. How you have paper and pen versus I have my laptop. Correct. And that age sort of. Oh, listen, yeah. there's no need to leverage <laughs> it for eight, because when I was do- okay, found it okay. That's so funny. Five years of radio, I always, I, I always had a pad and a pen, and would because some stuff like three or four voiceovers an hour. So sometimes I'd have just a few notes scribbled because I had to remember to say something in yeah, a certain yeah. order, and it'd just be like a couple of bullet points, and something else might come to me before I press, you know, on and <laughs> turn the mics on, and I'd just jot that down quickly, yeah. and it was just easy. No, it's probably it, and. And then sometimes, even just about to turn the mics on, I wouldn't know what I'm going to say. So I just yeah, sort of go with that. And, and I would never write things like word for word no, to sound yeah, like I'm reading it because A, points. my handwriting's absolutely friggin' horrible. Yeah, B, I don't want to sound like I'm reading something anyway. No, definitely. Like, I so think it's I'm a hangover from radio. It's like I've got it all organised. And look, I mean, you can't read this. Try and read. Try and read that. <laughs> oh, it's like Leonardo da Vinci sort of stuff. Like, Yeah, yeah. Same level of talent. Really- it's like written backwards and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only you can read it. I'm left-handed if that's got something to do with it. Are you writing with your right hand? No. <laughs> no, you're probably right. It's probably easier to have pen and paper. Everyone's a smart ass. But to today. be totally honest, like if I had pen and paper, I'd be doodling the whole time and I just wouldn't be concentrating. But that's your attention span. No, no, no. Yeah, that's very right. In in radio as well, because I, I, the co-host used to, I'd write down sometimes the song that I'd have because you get playlists and I sort of go, you know what? I don't like that song. Or I like a different version of that song, so I cross out and move things around a bit and might have a few notes. Yeah, okay. And she's grabbing it off me going, and that was, and this is... I used to hate that. You know how you just... It's like, don't get violent. I made you a cup of I coffee. Know. <laughs> it's For the those of you who are only listening and not watching on YouTube, I make Sam a cappuccino from my marvellous machine, no which sort of makes up. up somewhat for my lack of skill. And you're just throwing, throwing it around. I mean, mate. It's crazy. Last time I make you a cup of coffee. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, it was about me. So (laughs) she'd take the piece of paper and go, well, that was, this is, and I can't read your writing. I can't read your writing. I can't read your... On one day, I got so fed up because I hate listening to DJs just going, and that was, and this is, and the weather is. I really don't care. Anyway, that was, this is, and all. I can't read your writing. I'm like, listen, if you listen to the music we play, you wouldn't have to try and read my writing. It was only three... Do you remember three songs before... I'm okay. I'm over it. It was 20 years ago. (laughs) I'm on medication now. It's okay. Oh my god! I've sunk. I've sunk all my money into the wonderful microphones. Yes. Uh, next is probably like a course on how to actually edit. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> so we can... Well, yes. In episode one, we didn't use these mics. Yeah. No. No. We did. They were just in another room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we decided we needed process. that long distance sort of. Uh, no, I that audition for that short film that I had. Yes. Um, I sent in the soft tape. Um, the look on your face says no. No, 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 no. I was just trying to think. <laughs> Maybe it's another short film. Maybe not the one. Jesus, I was it a traumatic experience? No, I mean, it's a short film about like it's it jumps from present to 1976. It's about a mother and a. Oh, that's when it's born. But I'm I auditioned for like the abusive drug addict boyfriend in 1976. Right. And I got a call back. Hell that's good. yeah! Congrats. Yeah. So. Super abusive. Exactly. I just must have played thrown shit around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I have. I got a call back, so that's on Thursday. Okay. So that's okay. pretty cool. Um, excited about that. Good. That's a good news. Yeah. And is that is that with uh, who's that with? Is that that's is that with, with SAE with SAE okay. that design uni. Okay. I've auditioned for them a couple of times. Not much has come out. How of was it, the but... experience auditioning for them? Like, 
compared to other for for this particular audition i i only sent in a self tape so okay. i but i've auditioned them before and it's different cuz it's not purely a film like film study right. studies uni right so their auditions are very different to different they're yes. different yes. <laughs> to yes. like afters or yes. something like that i think the thing the thing with some of the post grad <laughs> people studying like like when i did one with afters and he was uh, a great editor uh, especially with effects which kind of suited the story that he wanted to tell but he really wanted to get control of the story so he, he was there to study about uh directing yeah and all that encompasses so you've already got someone with industry experience so they know kind of how it all works but which particularly helped because in that on that occasion it was a challenge for uh, the students to make a 60-second film mm. on a particular theme. And he took, uh, like, based on a toy, I think it was, he took Doll's House and built up this suspenseful story about getting trapped inside that Doll's House. But, I mean, it's kind of challenging to build up suspense in 60 seconds as well, you know. I was playing some caricature of a of an old-school American director, yeah. you know, yelling at an assistant and all that sort of stuff. But then, because um, I remember having to pretend the wall was coming down, pretend I'm acting, it's in the scene. The wall comes down, I'm banging on the glass to get through and I'm going over and over and over and the glass wasn't there, you know, I'm trying not to do the floppy arms or anything because yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm hitting glass. And uh, it looked great in post, Absolutely great. Like even the way he color graded when the wall came down and I'm hitting the glass, the way um, the scene, well, I was somewhat obscured because of the glass was dirty and all that sort of stuff. Like it was just, look really cool. And you could see the frame vibrating okay. when I was, I'm like, That's so awesome. having that sort of background absolutely helped him mm. to, to polish a short film, yeah. short, short film, 60 seconds, yeah. building up suspense and all that, plus giving him experience. And that was a challenge because we only had six hours like everyone's basically ready to go. They've got their spaces organized. They've got their locations. We were in a sound stage. You had six hours. That was it. So, and he met me in the morning. Wow. And we had to get it all shot. Did you audition though? In six hours. Uh, that, yes. Yeah. Okay. But Not um, with him, yeah. he saw, no, he saw it. It, it. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it's a, sometimes they provide these great opportunities for you to learn. I mean, it's experience. Obviously everything's experience when you turn up to a student film. But as we know, some are more organized than others. Some are more dedicated than others and committed mm. than others. Some just have more resources too, yeah. which kind of helps. When you get people walking on set who have a lot of experience, like it's just it's so good to it just shut up and learn, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, it definitely. I did a, um, like, I think it was like four or five minute short film thing yeah. yep. at afters a couple of years ago, maybe beginning of last year, but I've changed right. a lot since the beginning of last year. It was Weird. Right. I can show you photos later. So long ago. <laughs> yeah, so Five long. Five minutes in my world, but anyway. No, like physically it was so long ago. It was like weird. Anyway, that's just puberty. Physically long ago. Physically for me. Emotionally. Never mind. It's okay. Mentally. It was like 10 years ago. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. And it was at afters and they, we got a location right on uh-huh. the side of a road car like an actual car it, it was just really professional and it was really cool it was really fun to do it makes it easier when everyone's got a job to do and they know what it is yeah exactly it's sometimes i was on a set once and just people had no idea what they were doing and to get one shot of one yes. scene it yeah, took yeah. like all day 
I find the fall down tends to be in the setup. Mm. They'll communicate what they want yeah. quite clearly. And having obviously read the script and understood the character and everything, you kind of know what it's going to be like yeah. before you step into that scene, obviously. But uh, it's the actual how. It's the setting up and getting getting their vision to, to look like their vision on the screen, yeah. <laughs> on their monitor. That's the challenge. And yeah. it can take so long. And I've had one actually stop and go, you know what? We've been shooting for a day and a bit. No, we need to get a certain type of camera. Um, look, I can't even operate these $30 Amazon ones. I can't remember what it's called, but a certain type of camera that can allow for this shot that goes down the hallway and chases me down the hallway and then into the corridor or whatever. Because uh, they're not making it do it justice and that okay. was kind of a central point for the for the for the short film so packed up because they oh didn't God. have the right equipment the right vision so yeah but you know they'll have the right vision mm. is what i'm trying to say it's just the how they can translate that into the film because i mean i guess that's part of it isn't it that it's is part, part of learning i mean i could expect everyone to know exactly what to do oh, yeah. but um you can tell some who've done their homework and you know done a tech run previously or you know i know that's true somewhat tried and rehearsals with the actors is really yes. important as well because if they yeah. don't know what they're doing, Correct. some almost yeah. get pissed off. I mean, I can sense their fear because it's not a paid gig for actors. No. And you, you've you obviously spent a long time living with this script mm-hmm. and this is going to help you in your career, not just the experience, but I mean, you need the grade, right? You need yeah. the good feedback. You need the something nice for the, for the real... And you're living with this and it can come undone because you've, you've hired the equipment from the school. You've done it. You know, you've got everything all geared up. Mm. And if the actor calls in and says, look, you know, I've got a paid gig. I can't do it. You know, you've got to move days around and stuff. Start. But you sort of, there's an element of where you've got a hand, con- a whole lot of control over. I can sort of see it from that yeah. perspective. To unemployed actors. Yes, yes so. Jai Courtney. So, uh, so walking into an, it really, no, I wish didn't think so. It's unfortunate, uh, (laughs) but he's doing well. Good acting. I believed you for a second. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember who you are. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And how unrealistic that would be. Give me a role. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, it was an audition at afters and, um, he was looking to actually film it. So for this short film, actually use film. Okay. Which is a whole other world of hurt because it's not cheap Mm -hmm. and you can't afford to do lots of takes. Yeah. But I remember walking up with the assistant and I'm like, um, you know, how's your day going? What's happening? She's like, oh, you know, the last two people didn't even turn up. And, uh, you know, it's just sometimes, you know, like, do they call you? Let me not. Just don't turn up. Wait, so it was this Jai Courtney who did it? Yeah, to go to go audition for him and the producer for the short film. Yeah. Great to be to be called in. So obviously, obviously proved to the show reel. Um, what was he? Was he producing or? Yeah. I believe, uh, yeah, he was producing. He wanted to direct it. Okay. Um, not sure if there was a, a character for him mm-hmm. um, or if he was just going to direct it. But the big thing was yeah, yeah. That, that absolutely had my attention was the fact that it was going to be on film. Mm. Uh, so rehearsal, 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 and you don't get nine takes or something. It's yeah. just, you know, because every second is expensive. Mm-hmm. So a bit of old school. And I would have loved to do that so that sort of had yeah. my that in the audition piece obviously had my attention um but it's just interesting did you, uh, agent you know get no you one no one no no uh me direct yeah. um to my reel about town i was just surprised that there are people out there who go okay i see it as an opportunity to put my hand up but 
you know. Yeah, I don't get that. I may or may not turn up. If you're a starting out actor or like even you've been doing it for years, but you're still trying to break through or whatever. Yeah. Why? Why? Like, that's what you... If, it, if the reason you missed it was because you had work call that morning or... Yeah. yeah. Look, it life happens, absolutely. But at least let them know. But that's... Yeah. Firstly, at least let them know. But even then, you if you're if acting is what you want to do and is your yeah. life, yeah. that's... Do it. Like, do Live it. heaven and earth to make Everything that Everything else happen. is second priority. You know, second... Yeah. I get it. Work, you need to pay the bills. But if acting is... You know, yep. those are the. That's what separates people getting into C- the industry. Certainly, I think if you if you make a commitment, yeah, if you make a commitment, and for whatever reason you can't get that commitment, I mean, there's not many people in the industry that give people a second chance. No, you're fighting to get that opportunity oh, to get yeah. in front of a camera, in front of a casting director, in front of a director, in front of anyone who can have some yeah. semblance of influence and perhaps unlock an opportunity for you. If not, then exactly. down the track, and you turn up, or you don't turn up, or you turn up unprepared, or you don't turn up at all. It's like, yeah. It's like because You're there's an element of time. Reputation is bloody important. Because they might be on the next Jack Courtney, next big project. Exactly. And 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 oh, that guy. Well, they know your name. They're... I don't want him to come in read read with me. Yeah. He couldn't be bothered turning up when I had my. Yeah, my exactly. And at the end of the day, you're going to be locked in with a team filming for hours and hours together, uh, days, uh, depending on the project. You Months, know, you're, yeah. you're in that journey together. Use the word journey again. Together, um, you, you you're spending a lot of time working together. If you don't have, if you're not professional in no, how you um, approached that opportunity, there's no guarantee for anyone to think that you're going to be professional when you're on set working as a team. Yeah, yeah. No, one, there's yeah, nothing worse than that moment when everyone is ready except one person. Yeah, but especially in person. Australia, it's such a small industry yeah. in yeah. Australia. So you're mm. if you're not like your reputation is. So Exactly, and you work so hard to build it. Don't muck it up. Yeah. Don't. If you say you're going to be there, be there. If you're not sure, say you're not sure. It could be this date, could be that date. I had a but like I had, be good about it. I had like six hours of flexibility picking the the time slot. Yeah, for but that. being like, I want to work with you again in the future. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, like yeah, all that yeah. stuff. Because that you know that's they hear it all the time, yeah. but it's a good thing to hear. Just cut the bullshit. Just yeah. be open and transparent. I f- I finished um, Stranger Things. Oh. Wait, finished season three. Yeah. yeah. You. Oh no! Wait. It's not. I didn't like it. As wait, much. wait, wait! I didn't finish it. No, I'm not going to give you spoilers. I won't do that to people. But, uh, but, 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 but I kind of fast forwarded a lot of, a lot of it to get to the end. Yeah. Not yeah. because I wanted to see what happened, but just because it was a bit, you know, it's kind of like I'd wait, seen it a few times. Wait, what do you mean? Skipped. Not, not a hot type. So just sort of fast forwarded a bit. Uh, I felt it was funnier. It was funnier than last time. Yeah, but, I heard that they were going to make it because yeah. I watched an interview with. Um, the Australian dude, Dacre Montgomery, and he said they, were, like, they've added some comedy and stuff. Yeah, it's a bit more humorous, not sort of taking it too too seriously. Yeah. Um, and yet, like the violence in it and the graphic nature, the monsters oh. and everything is full on. The CGI is a lot better, and like they've so done certainly it. got a decent budget this time around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a big money maker for Netflix. Jess and I are only up to episode four, so we've got four more. Uh, okay, and you can't jump ahead; you're going to trouble. No, wait. Why jump ahead a TV show? <laughs> that just ruins the whole thing. You're not no, like, like emotionally invested in the characters, you know. <laughs> no, I, so I sort of I don't know. I, I cried just... at the end of Vampire Diaries. That's <sighs> how invested. There's so many things wrong with you. That's just one of them. Yeah, well, that's why I'm a actor. Actors are weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, Fred didn't like it. Fred, my mini dash hound, uh, oh, yeah. he doesn't like babies crying. So he'll start barking yeah. and the monsters. So the CGI Scary. didn't really captivate him. Yeah. 
he he ran for the television and just kept barking. So it was kind of a bit difficult to watch some of the stuff. Oh, but no. with this other dimension thrown he in. He was actually the one who skipped. Called Fred. He wanted to skip a lot of it if I let him have his way. Because he does sit there. He sits on the couch next to me and watches telly. And I've got to be careful because an ad will come on and it'll be a dog or a scene with yeah. a dog barking and that's it. You know, Fred's up and oh my God. yelling at the television. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, took it, I took him for... Uh, this is, Okay. This, it's still related to the podcast, but... Taking him for a walk down Centennial Park on the weekend, yeah, yeah. randomly cut through an area to get back to the dog park, and because he loves to run with his own own kind, there was a few other dashies there. Oh, there's a there's a tree with a plaque under it. I'm like, oh, you know, you're curious, so I'm walking past. This is me. I just thought, you know, I'll have a look at the tree. Yeah. Guess whose tree? Russell Crowe's. I saw it on your Instagram. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so but cool. yeah, no, Russell Crowe's trip. I'm like, how random. I'm walking through here. So I did tag him. I'm sure he's noticed. Um, it's doing all right. It's doing okay. But yeah, from the Russell Crowe family dedicated to the park. Why? In honor of uh, Russell Crowe. I thought it was going to say in, in memorial or something. I know. I know. I know. That's At so least weird. the tree's going to grow and everyone will flock Wait, there. What, what park is it? Centennial. Oh, Centennial. So, so like if you're in Sydney, or... it's a big park near the city with a tree in it. Of many trees, Where and this one has a plaque about like Russell Crowe. I don't know. I, seriously, I couldn't walk back to find like that spot. It was so random. Sort of thing, like. <laughs> it was so random. I couldn't walk. I promise, I could never walk back and really? find that exact tree. Yeah, it was just so ridiculous. I thought at least he'd get something, you know, near a fountain uh, where just a lot of people congregate. Tree. <laughs> it's not near a path. Yeah, a little bit of dog shit near it, but it wasn't mine. Russell it wasn't mine. It wasn't yours. Uh, yeah. The only thing more random would be if he was watering it. I wonder. Who, wonder who else? I wonder if. I wonder if Hugo Weaving has one. Why? Because he's Aussie. Or all Aussie, famous, Aussie, famous Aussie actors. All I don't know. famous or, Aussie actors. Well, Russell's not even. He's born in New Zealand. Uh, um, yeah. Well, Hugh Jackman yeah, has. Hugh like, Jackman has he got a tree in Centennial? Well, he's got a star in Hollywood. Nicole Kidman. Well, I guess. Yes. <laughs> star in Hollywood, tree in Centennial. I mean, you really want both. Um, I prefer the tree. Um, I have an audition for a musical. Coming right. up, another one. Good. It's called The Last Five Years. Don't know if you've heard of it. It's a good one. Right. It's cool. It's about, it's it's only a two-person musical. It's about a couple. Did I tell you this? Maybe I didn't. I don't know. It's Just the voices in your head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Classic. Um, <laughs> Kathy and Jamie are the two characters. Right. And it opens with Kathy at the end of their relationship. And she travels backwards to the beginning. Right. And Jamie at the beginning. And he travels to the end. Okay. And it goes like that. They pass each other in. Yeah. The only song they sing together is when they meet in the middle and it's their like marriage song. And then they keep going. It's really <laughs> cleverly written and the music's really cool. But. That sounds interesting. It's in Wollongong. Ah. Uh, imagine yeah. those rehearsals. Long trips to Wollongong. Exactly. So it's like eight hours of travel time approximately every week. And really you can't miss the rehearsal it. because it's kind of you and another person. Yeah, Exactly. Well, Jess is auditioning too, so hopefully it's like... Oh, that would be so that would random. Be awesome. Could you imagine? It would be so much fun. I mean, they do fight. We'll have to like... <laughs> like Add a sense of real... real. At least um, the method acting works well. For that <laughs> yeah, <thing>. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember the other night. Oh, that's hilarious. But, That'd um, be great. The audition song, yep. which I was like crossing my fingers to be this song because it's a song that I've used or learnt for, for years now. Mm-hmm. And it's that song. So... 
it's really like I was like, yes, I know it's it, awesome. I've practiced it, and stars it hasn't are let me down before. That's, that's good. Stars are aligning. It's all going your way. And then I don't get it. That's what happens. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, I've used it in auditions, two previous auditions, and got them both times. So it's like my lucky song. So hopefully, your, your lucky song, brilliant, brilliant. even lucky better. Song. And if I don't get it in this one, I'm going to be like, nah, okay. So now you're unlucky song. Yeah. Do you have a, a lucky fickle, song? It's a fickle business. <laughs> One minute, you're the favorite song. So I'm going to TV Talks tonight, uh-huh. um, which is free, which also helps actors. Mm-hmm. It's at Afters. And the theme tonight is make it bigger about the pressure of having to, you know, the next reality TV show be bigger and better than the last one okay, or... Okay. There's so much reality TV still. Mm. Um, and I think the one gem in all of it was Lego Masters. I love Lego Masters. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Did, so did, so did the network that aired it because it won in like every demographic from like kids to, you know, mature adults. Um, well, it was just Yeah, well, no. <laughs> but that's just it. It was something where people could actually sit down and go, I could watch reality TV with the family. I don't have to worry about people swearing and throwing wine glasses at each other. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, because it's so, it gets so full on trying to up the ante every time there's a reality TV show. And it's just so cheap to produce versus scripted drama. It's like so cheap. And in Australia, we've got this quota where you have to have a certain amount of Aussie Aussie shows. I'm sure you know. And when you've got a tight budget, you know, it's easy just to copy paste a reality show that's successful overseas. That's true. Pay the licensing fee, outsource it to like a production company. And, um, you know, every hour costs a lot less than scripted drama. Obviously, we'd love more scripted television. Yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> Being that, reminds, we are. that reminds me of a joke, actually. Like... Um, when you said copy and paste American yeah. drama, there was a, I saw an Indian comedian and he, he was hilarious. And he was saying, he was talking about married at first sight. And he's like, what are you doing, Australia? That's my life. That's <laughs> his like, culture. You stole that from us. Why, what's so interesting about it? Blah, blah, blah. And it was really funny. I thought it was great. Anyway, there we go. <laughs> Mis- misappropriated a part of his culture and leveraged it for financial success. Yeah. yeah. That happens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't get that show. But it's amazing the links people go to to get onto reality TV too. Oh, yeah. Talking to someone who shall remain nameless, who went to an audition for a reality TV show. Was it you? No. And uh, it was one like re- like Married at First Sight yeah, or First okay. Dates, one of those ones. So Emma wouldn't approve of me auditioning for that. <laughs> uh, but uh, they went there and thought, because you, know, you had a phone screening beforehand, having a conversation. Mm-hmm. And she was just letting it all out, like just no filter, because that's part of her normally, which is why we get on great. Uh, <laughs> and it makes it really entertaining yeah. uh, when she has a different perspective on things and, and a great sense of humor. So that that got her into the room. And then in that room, they have sort of conversations with you, the casting assistant or producer's assistant or something has conversations with you and then they bring you upstairs and obviously people have been worded and they want to see how you interact in a conversation on screen. They'll be yeah. worded until, hey, you know, who you are a little bit and what makes you tick and you've done the survey of what you like and don't like and all that sort of stuff mm. so they can ask the right questions to get the right reaction yeah, okay. which worked quite well but in the room where you've got say a dozen people who sort of made the first or second cut right so they, they sent the application online got an answer got a phone call screening so it's probably third third base <laughs> there they are in the room and the casting assistant walks in and says, um, get over everyone. Oh, hi. Hi, Georgie. Hi, hi, Miller. Hi, hi, Ralph. Hi, because it's regulars mm. that are there all the time. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, this is maybe they even stay single to be 
more available for Married at First Sight or First Dates or any of these well, shows. Well, did you hear that someone went on uh, The Bachelor or Bachelor in Paradise or something like that and they actually had a partner somewhere else and they oh, lied really? to the producers just to... To get on telly. Yeah. <laughs> these people are so dumb. Jess and I recently went to see a play called Puffs at uh, Fox Studios. Okay. It's about Hufflepuff from Harry Potter. So it's like a spoof spin-off sort of thing. Okay. okay, just pretend that I have never seen Harry Potter. Pretend you've never seen it? Yeah, because and I don't know what a puffing puff is. What Why? What's a, no, what's no, a what's puff? A, what's a puffing puff? I don't. Look, okay, I haven't I haven't seen Harry Potter. I haven't read yeah, the books. But you have. Yeah. No, you haven't. What yeah. what's the what's a puffing puff? What's a puffing puff? I didn't say a puffing puff. What did you puffs, say? Puffs. Huffle puff. Oh, have you seen Harry Potter? Puff. At Huffy all? Puff. I have no. I've got no idea I what's going on. I can't believe that. A puffing, no a huffing puff. No. And what's a? Is it like a scary? Is it like no. something out of Stranger Things? It's not even what I said. Huffing puff. Huffle. Huffle puff. Huffle puff. Seriously? What's a have huffle you not puff? Seen Harry Potter. Sounds like a breakfast cereal. No way. Huffle puffs. You have to see Harry Potter. No, I haven't. Okay, it doesn't matter. So, the point is, what's a huffle puff? No, I, I need you to still, know. You still want to know? It's a house at. Hogwarts. Do you know what Hogwarts oh, is? Oh, I thought it was... That's the school where they learn to be witches. Got it. The... the. I thought it was a monster or something. It was a house. No, no, it's yeah, a location. It's a house. No, no, like a, like a schoolhouse. So Hufflepuff. Oh, within or, the... Oh, okay. You know I mean? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, this play <laughs> called Puffs. <laughs> thank, you for, thank you for donating so much time to educate no me. I appreciate problem. it. We'll just cut it out. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's about Hufflepuff, but because... Everything in Harry Potter is copyrighted by J.K. Rowling and all oh, that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't say Harry Potter, but they can say Harry and Mr. Potter. And they can say Puff, but not Hufflepuff. And like imply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they can use the colours that the houses are. So yellow, yeah. blue, red. So they can allude yeah. to the, the whole exactly. and they, they Harry Potter that. world yeah. without... Paying the check. Yeah, and they advertise it like come see your favorite wizard at their the school oh, of magic yeah, and magic yeah, or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but it's really clever because Harry Potter, that name is copyrighted, which is ridiculous. But it, it is. You can only say Harry and Mr. Potter because those are separate names. But they've done it so well that like in a sentence, one of the characters will say, Harry, blah 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 blah, Mr. Potter, you and it sounds like Got it's it. together. So they make it sound quite natural. Yeah. Um, so basically the lawyers wrote the first draft and then they brought it to life a bit more naturally. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or they wrote the final draft. They had to cut stuff. To avoid being shut down and having to pay a million dollars. It check. was just really clever. But yeah, that's just talking about more ownership yeah. and more. Well, even in the world of musicals, I mean, to be able to put on a production like Cats or something, I can imagine that would be a bit of a bigger bill. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to pay for that sort of, or uh, back to the eighties. Friend of mine was in Back to the Eighties, and and uh, there's different levels of Back to the Eighties. Yeah. There's the level with the songs that you kind of somewhat maybe remember, mm-hmm. and there's the one <laughs> with Michael Jackson songs and Madonna songs, yeah. and you can imagine which one's more expensive. And yeah, yeah, yeah a- the Harry Potter franchise has still got legs, hasn't it? Are they going to pop out more movies? Um, well, the kids well, are all grown the- up. Maybe the kids are going to have kids. The wizards. They've had kids. Have they? Yeah, they at the end of spoiler alert. At the end of the last one, they're like okay. 19 years later. They skip. Right, it's really they, emotional. And they had little wizards. Well, um, but I guess we've got we've got to have the beasts and where to find them, which is like that. Oh, okay. offshoot of sort of thing. thing. 
So I guess we'll have the uh, the television show, the cartoons. When it gets to Harry Potter on Ice, then we know the franchise is probably Harry on the way Potter up. Harry Potter on Ice. Yeah. Are they like? <laughs> is that like the end of a franchise life, <laughs> or is it? Is it when you're on a cruise ship? Uh, on a pantomime or something is that you know Harry Potter on yeah on ice <laughs> or like on ice, ice. On a <laughs> all right thanks for spending time with us I'm Max I'm Sam and uh, we'll be back next week thanks for listening in on your favourite podcast platform uh, catch us on YouTube and follow us on social see you next week to unemployed actors is it bad if I have to go to the toilet what now lucky it's not live Oh, it's not, oh, you need to. Oh, you need to go now. Yeah, now. Yeah, yeah you'd have to ask permission. Just storm off like you did yeah. last time. Talk to talk to yourself. I'll edit it out. <laughs>